0: Welcome to Blogs on Tape. Today's post is Gabbo's. written by Logan Knight and originally published on his blog, Last Gasp, at www.lastgaspgrimoire.com. Gabbos Goblins all have an abnormal capacity for regeneration. Not enough to notice on the spot. They're not going to stand in front of you, swinging their intestines around until their stomach seals shut. But given a little time, they can bounce back from most anything. They don't always heal right, though. They're like walking cancers. They reproduce by budding. Sometimes, before a wound closes up completely, a bulbous growth sprouts and keeps expanding and forming until a half-grown, lumpy goblin drops off within a week, full-grown within a month. It's why they're so fucking joyous about violence. It's sex for them. A goblin wearing armor is like someone wearing a condom. Most of the fun, while avoiding the reproductive consequences. Some goblins are just a little too fertile. Once they start budding, they don't stop. They swell up over time into an awful, bloated, self-important goblin mountain of flesh, forever sprouting crops of new goblins goblin colonies lucky or unlucky enough to get a broodmother usually find themselves all wearing armor, either through enthusiasm for the broodmother or from constant nagging and berating. Sometimes goblins go sterile. They're regenerating flesh out of control, sped up, growing into big, warped, crooked, hulking things. Then they're called trolls. Now you'll notice their regeneration on the spot, about d8 hit points per round's worth of reconstituting viscera. Mild brain damage tends to make them a bit deranged. Not as smart as goblins, but if anything, they lose some of their unbridled lust for violence. It's not sex anymore. Fire will wound them permanently, or at least until they can scrape out the seared flesh. If you kill them, but don't burn them, they'll regenerate in body, but not in mind. With all the strength and none of the capacity for reason... Just a frenzied, regenerating meat wagon with a desire to tear things in half. Goblins learn fast, but not well. When a goblin gets interested in magic, it's the worst. They kind of know how to make armor. They kind of know how to make weapons. Everything is just super shitty looking. It'd be pretty funny if they weren't stabbing you to death. Most of them have a lifespan of about a year. Broodmothers are practically immortal until a frustrated goblin stabs them in the back, but trolls will only last a month or two before their bodies eat themselves. If you could somehow isolate a colony without a broodmother, with nothing to fight, it would die out within a year. They tend not to hurt themselves. It's like public masturbation. Frowned upon. So, fighting is goblin sex. A war is like an orgy. A lot of the time, they probably don't even have any ill feelings towards you. This is all just really fun for them. Combined with their short lifespans, it also tends to make them fairly impressively reckless. It's not uncommon to see... trolls wearing baskets full of spike-armored goblins on their backs, shooting them out of misshapen, handheld iron cannons coughing black smoke. Goblins riding around inside herded slimes, eventually trying to squelch their way out before their bodies dissolve completely. Whether it's because of their regeneration or just the way they taste, they can last at least an hour inside slimes and puddings before being wholly digested. Rickety, wooden, spiked death wheels and murder balls full of dizzy, bruised driver teams plowing towards you, ready to be thrown everywhere amongst the shrapnel when they crash. Half-grown goblins, armed with knives and tiny flails, strapped to the end of pikes, charged around by teams of goblin pikemen. Goblins riding on makeshift platforms attached to armored, brain-dead, rampaging trolls, trying not to get plucked off and eaten. Piles of goblins launched through the air by cracking, bending catapults. Goblins holding on to half-wild pigs by fistfuls of hair and skin, trying to direct them by food dangling from the end of their spears. Cage flails, full of spiders or burning pitch, swung around by goblins that can barely handle the whirling weight. Pig-drawn chariots with spring-loaded floors rigged to launch the charioteers forward if the wheels stop turning. Goblin alchemists running around jangling with clicking, ticking grenades full of altered, expanding troll flesh and god knows what else. Trolls, leading knife-wielding goblins by chains attached to cages around their heads or torsos, swinging them around like gobbo flails If goblins worship anything, it's probably something called Nurglescop, a thing of pale orange and pink flesh, Like a misshapen, warped monolith, rising out of a bulbous mound still clinging to its sides. It lies in a cavern, open to the sky within the Merrowmorn Mountains. People don't go there. There are rumors. 1. The black woods around it are full of witches, sick of the taste and feel of goblin flesh. They yearn for something new. 2. Beneath the Skop is a sleeping boy who fell into the cavern and dreamt the goblins into existence. 3. The abandoned villages dotted around it weren't sacked by the goblins. The people living there went into the woods and became the goblins. 4. The earth is so saturated by goblin filth that if you return home with a clump of dirt clinging to your boots, it will sprout a goblin overnight to knife you in your sleep. 5. You can only find your way to the Skop if a goblin leads you. If you've made it there without one, you can be sure that one of your companions is a goblin, or goblins, in disguise. 6. The bellies of the fat, uneasy birds of the marrowmorn woods are full of gold coins stamped with the face of an ancient king. 7. The Nurgleskop is an egg, fallen from the stars. 8. Licking the sweaty dew from the Nurgleskop is the fountain of youth. 9. An entire race of people laid down to die in the Meromorn Mountains, shifting themselves beneath the earth and the Nurgle Skop itself is nothing more than the fruiting body of a mycelium mass that has been feeding and growing on their remains over the centuries. 10. The black river flowing out of the Maromorn stems from a great wound split in the mountainside, tainted lifeblood spilling from its ruby heart. 11. When the moon is full over the Maramorne, The goblins become beautiful young girls who run out into the night to tempt the unwary back into the woods. 12. There is a black church, hidden in the woods, inhabited by an old man who will not die. Forbidden tomes and terrible artifacts are locked in the vaults below, protected from the world. On the other hand, some goblins practically worship filth. Wallowing around in the worst shit they can find because it makes them heal completely wrong and they think it's funny. Twitching humps and extra arms and exploding stomachs and fingers that are far too long. Expelling toxic gas from various orifices and melding themselves to trolls and budding goblins that are little more than balls with tails and teeth. When they're around, you should always be playing the album Stench by Necrogoblicon on repeat. Goblins, goblins, goblins. That was Gobbo's, read by Nick L.S. Whalen. Blogs on Tape is a project that works with authors to create audio recordings of the best works in the OSR, hopefully making them more accessible to everyone. If you're interested in lending your voice to this project, you can get in touch with me by email at ls at paperspencils.com Thank you for listening.